Welcome to Covenant's Pulpit Ministry. Covenant Evangelical Free Church believes that the Bible is the Word of God and that God's Word is vital for life-transforming Christianity. We trust that you will grow to know the Word of God and more importantly, the God of the Word as you hear this message today. May God bless you as you open your heart to His Word. Selamat pagi. Good morning. Ciao anyhow. I hope in this globe a globe that reminds us of where the harvest is. The harvest is now. The 195 nations in this globe in a map of the world. This is where the harvest is. And we want to thank all our panel of missionaries as well as uh, our short-term mission treepers uh, across our three centres shared their lives, their testimony and their journey with us. What does it mean for them to go? Because the harvest is now. In the past two weeks of our missions month, we have seen what does it mean? How do we respond as a church in the light of the fact that the harvest is now? The first is to pray. And I trust you still have your prayer cards with you that Uh, was given to you two weeks ago. And some of you have been praying for the nation that is at the back of the prayer card. That's one way to begin to engage with the harvest there is now. We start praying for at least one nation. And some of you say, wow, I, I think I've exhausted that one nation for the past one week or two weeks. Then get another prayer card with another flag that reminds us of another nation. And perhaps to pray, not just for someone up there in the nation, but to pray for a member of your family, a friend, a neighbour that you know is still a pre-believer today. And then last Sunday, we were reminded of our, our response in the light of the harvest is now. And there is for us to love, to love beyond ourselves, to begin to love someone unbiasedly as well as unreservedly. This morning, we're looking at the third call to missions and the like of the fact that the harvest is now and there is to go. And so you may wonder, why go? Well, because the measure of a church health is never in its seeding capacity. It's always in its sending capacity. And that's why we are committed as a church to go. Please turn with me to your Bibles this morning to Romans chapter 10 as we read from verses 11 to 15. Romans 10 verses 11 to 15. Let's read God's Word and follow with me in whatever uh, platform of Bible you may have with you. It says in Romans 10 verse 11, For the Scripture says, Everyone who believes in Him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord is Lord of all, bestowing His riches on all who call on Him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then would they call on Him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in Him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they go? Or in some version, it says, unless they are sent. As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. 
Let's bow our heads in prayer together. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this simple but marvelous miracle of salvation for all your creation. Speak, Lord, now, so that we, your church, might go where you sent us, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee would bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. There are two very compelling God reasons why we as disciples of Jesus Christ must go because the harvest is now. The first reason, as we can see in the light of God's Word today, is because God extends His gift of salvation to all. Say with me the word all. All. A-L-L. And it means all. It means every man, every woman, every boy and girl, all the peoples of the world in this globe. The foundation of missions to go is always anchored in God's Word and expressed specifically in God's way to extend His gift of salvation to all. Romans chapter 1 to 10 speaks about God's sovereign and wonderful plan in saving the rest of creation, not by mere obedience to law or by our own good works, but by the sure unmerited grace of God. And it's not just for Israel, but the Bible says it is even for the Gentiles. There is no distinction between the Jews and the Gentiles because both have equally sinned against God. Romans 3 verse 23 reminds us, for all have sinned, all have sinned, not some, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That's the bad news the world needs to hear. But the church of Jesus Christ is called to bring that good news that there is no distinction when it comes to receiving the abundant riches of God's grace Pour out on all people. Why? Because God extends His gift of salvation to all. Romans chapter 10 begins with verse 1 with a desire and sincere prayer that as many in this world will come to be saved. And therefore we go because God's gift of salvation is to all. It echoes the promise and it fulfills the promise found in Isaiah 52 to chapter 53, where the Lord promised the exiled people that one day they will come to know Him and His name. And the Apostle Paul reminds us this promise in Isaiah 52 to 53 is fulfilled in the incarnation, in the death, and in the resurrection of Jesus Christ here. That's the good news of the gospel. For every person of every race, from every walk of life, that on the cross of Jesus, Jesus bought all our guilt and our shame so that anyone who believes in Him will not be put to shame at the final judgment. And this good news applies to all people all over the world because the same Lord Jesus is Lord of all. You know, imagine you are in an open sea. 
and you are drowning. You are grasping for air. And then a lifeboat comes. But you know, this lifeboat is of no use and no good to you unless you, the drowning man and woman, gets into that lifeboat. And no one can help you to get into the lifeboat. You must do it for yourself. I was at the Hokkien 20th anniversary service yesterday. And it was such inspiring to hear Pastor Timothy Liao share a story of how the Hokkien Visitation Ministry team in our church went to visit an elderly couple. And they were shocked when they landed at the home. When the door was open, there was a big stench. It was smelly. And there was only a small narrow path for them to get through the door into the house. Because the whole house was flooded and filled up with what? Karanguni. Mess. Plastic bags and so on. And there was only a small narrow path for them to get into the house. Wow, the house was not only smelly, but dirty and messy. Then they found eventually this was so because this elderly woman was battling with an intestinal problem. And so the family has been trying to look after her. The visitation ministry team went back again and again, even though it was very challenging. They couldn't wait to get out of the house after a while. But the love of Jesus compelled them to go back to visit this elderly couple again and again. And one day they had an opportunity to share the gospel with them. And this elderly lady finally prayed to receive Jesus Christ and finally prayed to receive this gift of salvation into her heart. And because she became a Christian, this lady started coming to our Hokkien service. But because of this continual intestinal problem, our sisters and brothers in the Hawking Service arranged a special plastic chair at the back of our sanctuary so that it's easier for her to get from the back of our sanctuary to the washroom. And after she has done whatever she needs to do in the washroom, some of them will get back to the toilet, clean up the mess in the toilet. Wow, when I hear this, I say, wow, I salute our sisters and brothers in the Hokkien service. But it reminds us no matter who you are, whether you are young or old, whether you are rich or poor, whether you are weak or strong, the same gift of salvation is extended by God to everybody in this nations of the world. That's the first compelling God reason why God calls us as disciples of Jesus Christ, as the church of Jesus Christ to go. But there's a second compelling God reason that we find in this text here in Romans 10. And that second reason is because not only did God extend this gift of salvation to all, but secondly, God entrusts this message of salvation to us. The church of Jesus Christ, the disciples of Christ, it says here in verse 15, how are they to preach unless they go, unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. Missions is always created with God's great commission for us to go. 
And missions, therefore, is not just for some Christians, not just for some pastors or missionaries or for your zone mentors or cell leaders. It is for every one of us. It is for all of us, all who are believers in Christ, even the little children in our homes and in our church to go. Missions is not just here to stay during Missions Month. Missions is to be a passion that burns in our hearts, that fuels our souls, that captures our mind every day. Why? For the sake of the lost and the nations of the world. For the sake of the last and the nations of the world. For the sake of the least and the nations of the world. Because God has not only extended His gift of salvation to all, but He has also entrusted this very precious message of salvation to us. The late John Stock said this, it is therefore the responsibility of the whole church. Whole church! Not just the pastors, missionaries, or some people, no. Everyone who calls yourself a believer in Jesus Christ, we are to take the whole gospel to the whole world. And if God wants that every knee should bow to Jesus Christ, His Son, and that every tongue confess to His glory, then that should be what every people should want. Missions, in the words of Steve Green, who wrote that song, whether it is across the street or around the world, the mission is still the same. Proclaim and live the truth in Jesus' name. This awesome responsibility can only be carried out not by our own strength, but through the power of Jesus Christ, which resides in us through the Holy Spirit. Church, unless somebody goes, there will be no preachers to herald the gospel. Unless someone goes and preaches, no one will believe Unless someone goes and preach and someone believes, no one will call on the name of the Lord. Unless someone goes and preaches and someone believes and call, no one will be safe. Let that sing in in your heart today. How sober, how grave this is for us to feel the weight and the gravity of this awesome responsibility that God has entrusted to us. There is an African proverb, and Simon must have known this well, spending quite a bit of his time in Africa. There is only one crime in life worse than murder on the desert. And there is to know where the water is and not tell. Church, we know where the living water is. And we got the greatest news in the world to tell that God forgives every sinner who trusts in Jesus alone as Lord and Saviour. And we are called to tell everyone because God entrusts that message of salvation to us. Here are four practical ways for us as a church to go to go with the message of salvation entrusted to us. The first is to go digital. We don't have to leave Singapore and be at Changi Airport. We can go digital and do digital mission trips. 
And uh, in fact, during the past two years of pandemic, uh, uh, there was one particular CG that went go digital. And they were engaging people in, in this land of Vietnam. Uh, not for one, but for about 10 sessions or more. And they were able to do a go digital mission trip. The second is to go explore. To consider taking time, perhaps a week or two, on go explore on a short-term mission trip. Instead of going on a place for vacation or holiday or staycation, consider giving your time and your money to go on a short-term mission trip. If not at the end of this year, perhaps next year. And go with your family, go with your children. The third is to go inspire. Not perspire, but go inspire. For missions attachment from 3 to 12 months, like you heard the story of Joanne Chua, uh, the daughter of Pastor Kai, who spent a few months both in Turkey and Poland. And we have people like that who say, well, I have a gap year. Maybe I can give three months to 12 months to go on a go inspire. And finally, some of, some of you may be called by the Lord to go disciple, to go as a full-time or bivocational missionary, to go to at least one of this nation of the world that the Lord may call. Paul ends the passage in verse 13. He says, For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Our motivation to go is not just to save souls, which is never in our hands, but in the hands of our God. But we go because someone went to us. Someone go to us. And thus, we have been saved. And now that we are saved, God has entrusted that same message of salvation for all of us to go to all there in the world. Sarah Chan was only 11 years old when she said yes to the Lord to go at a missions conference. She didn't know where to go. She didn't know when to go. But it was clear to Sarah Chan that the Great Commission was for everyone, even for her, at the age of 11 years old. But she simply said yes to Jesus. And over the years, she was so blessed. Over the past 19 years, she was so blessed with mentors and amazing spiritual community who walk with her, who journey with her to discern God's specific call for her life. At the age of 16, Sarah answered the call to go. On her first mission trip, she went on that go explore, if you like. On her first mission trip to Timor-Leste. And the Lord spoke to her clearly one morning when she was at Timor-Leste. You will be back, not as Terminator, but you will be back as missionary. So every year, Sarah will take time and money not to go to any part of the world for holiday, she will take time and money to go to Timor every year for mission trip. And every year leading teams of young people with her to go. And there at every mission trip, the Lord will fan to flame her heart for missions and then begin to crystallize and concretize God's call for her life to go to Timor in God's time. When Sarah was 21 years old, the family made her a wonderful birthday cake. It was a cake 
with the flag of Timor-Leste. And the mother prayed a very significant prayer on the 21st birthday to release Sarah Chan to go and do God's work in Timor-Leste one day. But Sarah's journey includes a time of waiting for almost 19 years, witnessing God's work first in her own life, learning to live missionary while she's still here in Singapore, and then deepening and growing her spiritual intimacy in the Lord. And in, in some of her moments of impatience, to want to go now, not later, Sarah has learned it's never about the place to go in the mission field. But it's about the pursuit of the heart of the Father God in her life. The release in God's perfect time finally came for Sarah. And this year, May, as a leadership in our church, we commissioned Sarah to the mission field to believe that where God leads Sarah, God will provide. Where Sarah said, Lord, here am I. I will go. I will take small steps by faith. And so, Lord willing, Sarah will be leaving us in early November this year to pioneer a work in a rural community in one of the districts in Timor-Leste as part of the Love Timor effort of Singapore churches to love and transform this nation, Timor. But Sarah is not going alone. By God's grace, God sent Sarah two incredible friends, Kasia and Hazer, who said yes to go on Go Inspire, where they say, I will go on the mission attachment from three months maybe to 12 months. And so, Lord willing, next year, January, Hazer and Kasia will also be going, at least for a one-year missions attachment with Sarah. And we praise God for the work of God in Sarah's life and also in Hazer and Kasia. Church, God's call for us is to go. It's not just to pray. It's not just to love, but it's to go. But who is equal to such a task to go? And the answer is none. No one is equal to the task to go. Who shall I send and who will go for us? It demands faith and obedience on our part. And it's time for us as disciples of Jesus Christ to say, Lord, here am I. Send me to go. Send me to go to the nations of the world. Let's bow our heads in prayer together. As you bow your heads in prayer in Bukit Panjang, in East, and here in Woodlands, and even where you are online right now, the word of the Lord is clear. How would anyone hear unless someone preaches? And how are they to preach unless someone go? I want to pause here because there are some of you online and on site. You have never called on the name of Jesus. But this day and this morning could be a wonderful closure for you. A wonderful closing of Missions Month for you. Where for the first time in your life, you commit your life to Jesus. Call on the name of Jesus. And the Bible says you will be saved. 
And you can just do that this morning where you are, even at home, even where you are seated right now in Bukit Panjang, East, and even in Woodlands. You know, church, some of us have become very comfortable in life. So comfortable that we do not want God to disrupt us in any way at all, at any time at all, about anyone at all. Surely I'm speaking to some as God begin to nudge you. And not just to young people that God was sent to go. Even some of us who are adults, some of us who are grown-up adults, some of us in our half-time in our life, God may be calling us to go. Some of you are hoping for me to stop very quickly because you do not want to hear anymore and again the voice of God speaking to you. Whom shall I send? Who will go for us? Because some of you know it's time for you to say, Lord, here am I. Why don't you send me? Lord, here am I. Send me to go. Let's bow our heads as we pray together. Oh God, our Father, look upon us as your church in your grace and kindness. And we come before you in our weakness and also in our fears of the frightening realities of our times and the world we live in. Oh, Jesus is coming back very soon. And yet we come with a great sense of confidence that you who have extended this gift of salvation to all have also entrusted this message of salvation to us your people, your church. So Lord, send us forth. Put that gospel, the power of the cross in us has earned vessels so that wherever you send us to go, Lord, the victory and the power lies with you and you alone. So Lord, hear my, send us, Lord, that we might go in Jesus' name to proclaim Jesus everywhere to everyone every time for your glory alone in Jesus name we pray Amen Let's respond to the Lord with this song because this is the song we will sing at the end of days Hallelujah to the Lamb Come Okay, come forward, just come forward, that's it, that's right, come forward, that's right, where you are, just come forward. Those of you who have raised your hands, we just pray for you. Could you just come forward? Uh, just come forward, that's it. Don't I say. Uh, just come forward, that's it, that's it, that's it. Lord, I stand in the midst of the
we bless our King. Thank you, Lord. This morning, you focus us once again on what missions is all about. It is about going, but it is first and foremost about our King who came to give His life for us. Thank you so much, Lord. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to our King. Let's thank the Lord. Thank you, God. 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 Allow me to pray a prayer of benediction over all of us. Father, we thank you so much that this is the God we serve. This is our King, our Creator King who has come to redeem His sons and daughters. Thank you so much, Lord. Lord, for all who have responded in every way, would you bless them? Would you pour your fatherly favour over them? And for all of us here today, Lord, would you lift up your face, your countenance upon us and be gracious to us? Would you bless us and send us forth to be your blessing that the world may know there is a God who loves them as he has loved us. In Jesus' name we pray and everyone says, Amen. Let's thank the Lord again. Thank you, God. 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 The service is over. The Lord bless you with a wonderful week. We're glad you had spent some time listening to God's Word, and we hope that the message has ministered to you. Should you require more assistance, kindly call 6892-6811, or you can visit us at www.cefc.org.sg for more sermon titles. God bless you in your spiritual pilgrimage ahead.